Hello, this is Ray Trujillo, your host for the Beyond Earth show, Are We Really Alone? And today is a very significant day for everyone in the world, as it is our New Year's Eve in the U.S. and neighboring countries, and also a brand new year, 2023, on the other side of the equator. And so today... One of the emphasis that I'd like to delve into for everyone that's listening, and again, we appreciate all of your participation in the audience and seeking any insight into what essentially is beyond Earth and are we truly, really alone? And one could even go into the concept of the singularity of the conscious state in which we come from a certain presence where there's no such thing as time yet in the eternal now. And so even in the midst of this awareness and so forth in this realm and also of the universal beings that inhabit it with all of us, there are so many vital messages for each and every one of us here upon earth in which the individual identity can come into our state of being and awareness throughout all our days and that we essentially are eternal beings and we are spiritual beings in a physical body manifest. And so in this new year, 2023, we all have our individual goals that we want to adhere to, that we'd like to achieve, that we'd like to maintain and to have that concept and thereby continue with that concept of the notion that what we would love to impart upon our essence of knowledge, the, the knowledge state of ourselves, the inner awareness, that introspection of our spiritual beings, and also our third dimensional state in the earthly realm of our physiological body. And such, when these aspects are aligned and we are in this perpetual state of momentum proceeding forth into the ethers upon this realm, this earthly realm. And when we merge together with the beyond realms in the outer limits, so to speak, and the universal spectrums, the multidimensional aspects that are completely around all of us. And when we have that awareness and we bring that into our present state, into this third dimensional earthly being in which when we are grounded and when we are thereby steadfast in what we'd like to invoke, implore, and create and alchemize and bring that magic into our life force on this earth in this moment going into the new year. Um, I'd like to maybe even discuss a little bit about the Atlantean calendar and how the ancient civilization of Atlantis in which all of you may may know of or want to know more. And I, of course, always want to strive for more knowledge and I'm a student just like everyone else. And so there is some aspect of the etheric realms that is so significant, of course, in which at times when we're in the, let's say, mundaneness of the logistics of the self in which 
there's protocols to our daily routine and our daily existence in which are very necessary. And so one may state that that's not mundane, that it's necessary, yet others may agree that um, mundane equals, oh, that's just so monotonous and thereby boring. And so things are always in this structure of order in a formulaic way and patterns. And so we notice patterns around us consistently all the time. We, we see it in sacred geometry and we see it with, you know, Archangel Metatron, those that are aware of Archangel Metatron. And if you're not, um, definitely look into whatever one can, you know, discover upon Archangel Metatron. Um, Archangel Metatron, by the way, has a twin Archangel Sandolphin. Yet it is stated, though, that Archangel Metatron could have been a human at once or had, let's say, a acquiescence to the human divine being more so than perhaps any of the other realms in the archangel realm. And so when one thinks of Archangel Metatron, there's consistent with the notion of him and the elements that are surrounded with sacred geometry and the Merkaba wheel and so forth. And so that lays heavily into such patterns in our world and also that goes down to even the basic logistics of our daily routine in which we have a structure that we'd like to adhere to and if there's a structure we'd like to adhere to yet sometimes things just come up and it throws us out of a certain uh, alignment in that state in which there could be uh, unfortunately at times a little bit of discord a little bit of chaos or a little bit of interruption let's say However, despite all of that, when we're going into the new year and we're looking into the factors that create us, that truly resides at the helm of each and every one of us and what we'd like to foster and foist and just deliver unto ourselves in the brand new year. And I'm going to refer back to the Atlantean calendar in this moment to just express a few things. And so when the ancient civilization of Atlantis, which was extremely beyond all of our imaginings, and it is stated that there was such this perpetual motion of high degree of intelligence and these ultra visionary beings in which many of you that have a hearkened interest into the ancient Atlantean times, many could say through our Akashic records or the light barrier transmission in the starseed realm as well in the Palladians. And that's also something we can discuss even more so. Yet it is often common that anyone who is living today in this year, in this incarnation, perhaps may have had an incarnation in the Atlantean times during that civilization. And so if there's a special interest and a very intense introspection within the self, or if it's a uh, knowledge seeking that is of a certain layer of impassioned qualities, there's much to even delve further within that spectrum. And I believe that a lot of people who 
perhaps may have lived in those previous incarnations walk amongst us today and you yourself or your family or friend, your beloved could literally be one of those incarnations here upon earth in this time space continuum. And so I'm going to just refer because today would be ideal to discuss slightly about the significance of perhaps what is one of the most accurate calendars upon earth, the Atlantean calendar. And so the consciousness of that realm, of that prior existence, which who could say, correct, that there's the past and the present and the future, and at times in the quantum realm, that everything can literally be still in this concurrent existence and format. And so with that, given that the etheric realms in which materialization begins, Um, in the etheric that moves through all of us, all things, and every animal, every creature, the trees, the sun, the sky, the moon, the galactic system, the, the solar system, everything that is before us and around us that is tangible and also not tangible. And as if you're listening to the show, you have perhaps more of an elevated consciousness and insight into the possibility and the notion of such probabilities that even if something is seemingly, and I emphasize seemingly, intangible, it does not mean that it does not exist. It does not null and void the equation and the probability that such an essence could exist due to the fact that we are constrained and restricted from actually touching it. The tangibility of the senses in which we could also interject in the ultrasensory and the multisensory of things in which clairaudience, clairsensory abilities, and so forth. And so referring back to the etheric self in which everything materializes and moves through all things, and therefore it gives life to matter. And if something does have a reaction with such etheric change, then there's also manifested life that changes within. And so when we are essentially clinging to an illusion-based belief system, uh, maybe people refer to illusion as Maya, and there's so many other terminologies referring to, but I'm going to just stick with the illusion. And that's also in coordination with the inner critic, the shadow self, and the negative fear-based separative ego component in which illusion, the false belief, resides within all of us at times in which we want to quash and annihilate the illusion of self and thereby inherit the clarity and inherit the true notion of our highest possible realms in which we can feel, see, and experience and there also furthermore to impart into our daily life and utilize it and amplify with that great utility in many ways in which when we touch upon our spiritual self when we touch upon the 
awakening of ourselves in which we propagate kindness and goodness and compassion and love and mercy and also forgiveness, which is a very high superpower. It's a supernatural ability that many just may minimize it to, oh, forgiveness. Well, if it's just forgiveness, it's just forgiveness. Yet that's also part of the ego state in which the false ego speaks. Because when we activate any sense of forgiveness, thereby it completely eradicates the aspect of illusory and illusion self. And you open up the portals, you activate more of your third eye chakra, your throat chakra, your heart chakra, your sacral, your root, and so on. And so when you activate oneself, when one activates themselves into the etheric system and the etheric realm, and you can remain grounded, yet you can observe. And in the parallel dynamic of such, it is very important and significant to know that when you eradicate any illusion-based belief system, that the realms of opportunity, the realms of victory, and the realms of all that is completely in existence, that is of positivity, divine, and in this cosmic consciousness, that it starts to further, further, further integrate into the self. And of course, with if you have a beautiful dream or if you have an, a visitation, if you see an amazing supernatural vision and or if you are being embraced by otherworldly beings such as certain deities and aliens and you know and aliens there's so much of that with a subset because that extends into the great beyond even more so which is what the show is pertaining to what is in the great beyond beyond this earth and what do we really know and what do we really seek to improve upon the awareness of our information that we're constantly seeking and to navigate through any of the let's say predictive programming and also in the notion of what we are censored from truly seeing and also the false implementations of false stories to literally minimize and dissuade one from believing that what they truly saw what they truly envisioned what they truly experienced what they know at the at the inner bone marrow of themselves at the helm of them they know 100% for a fact that they, in fact, experienced a supernatural or an extraterrestrial experience and so on. And visitations from God, Jesus, the archangel realms, seraphims, Atlantean beings, Palladian beings, starseeds, Arcturians, Lyrians, Syrians, all of the above, anything is possible. And to see a mermaid, to actually uh, realize that there were giants upon the earth and so forth. So referring back to the eradication of the illusion-based belief system in which going into the new year, into the notion that in our ancestral lines, that in our physiological state of body in which we have an inherent DNA memory and whether or not there are those that want to compromise our natural state of being, and that's for another discussion, of course. Yet when we have our 
true essence of the origin of which we were organically blessed with by God or whatever one wants to refer to as their creator. Um, in that essence, it is so vital that we really look within and delve into and look into the shadow self, the unconscious self, and truly see that you are still here today because our ancestors survived whatever they survived. And also because the star system, the celestial kingdom, the angelic kingdom, the star being realm, all of that in its own state and all these multi, multi-dimensional beings work in this beautiful communion to assist us on earth with our daily ongoings and to remind us that in that inherent state of that previous awareness of that, let's say in a nice way, trauma that may have been incurred ages ago in previous incarnations that suddenly we have the concept to impart upon us to remind ourselves that actually we transcended that previous trauma. We transcended that previous, I would say, emanation of that perpetual state of desire to proceed with in the pursuit of surviving, survival, correct? And so in that place where the diligency is applied of survival, so thereby we have order because if we don't take care of the small things, then how do we take care of the middle and the grand aspects as well? And so with that stated, we could also delve into that going into the new year, breaking through any of the primary illusions that affect all of us, the false illusions that affect all of us, transcending that and amplifying what we would love to achieve, what we would love to receive. Perhaps one wants to have a goal of furthering their education, furthering their improvement with social dynamics, furthering their improvement with prayer dynamics, furthering their improvement with introspection into the spirit and divine world and the supernatural. And then we can extend back to the logistics of things where one wants to work on their nutrition more so. One wants to really make a total 180 in their life and they want to implement. Well, sometimes we have to allow ourselves to know that we can do things on our own, yet when we discover more of what we consist of and who we really are at this present moment and what we would like to transform into the new year, because there's often the notion that what we could start today, why not start today? Even if it's in minute incremental progressions. And so in the reward system of all that when we actually finish one thing. And I'll just say, if you wanted to just, oh, I want to get to your altar, you want to clean your crystals, you want to maybe uh, polish up your artwork around the house, or you want to grow a garden, or you want to read that book, or you want, well, you know what? Start with just one. Start with just one. Start with the next. And what's sequential after that? And there's this systematic effort that suddenly starts to occur within the self. And then When you actually feel that you're in this place 
and you align with the meditative state of being and also with your conscious state and battling the, let's say, the negative fear separative ego state in which that inner critic always likes to impart that was not good enough, that was not good enough. Well, when there's, I could get into OCD versus perfectionism, and OCD is very casually thrown about, but that is a very serious diagnosis, perhaps, that, you know, it shouldn't be thrown around so much, yet, just for the sake of this show, I will just refer to certain neurotic uh, neuroses uh, and OCD in a very simple term, just so it is uh, received across the board, that when one is overconscious, when one is overly conscious in a quote-unquote OCD state of being, in a quote-unquote neurosis of the mind in which nothing is ever good enough, well then when you call upon and you go into the meditative state of oneself or the prayerful state of oneself, or also go into the combination of all of that and apply with it the manifestation, the self-actualization of what you would like to inherit from the ethers, from the world. And when you look into the inner spectrum of your inner personal calendar, the inner personal realm that relates back to previous incarnation, Atlanteans, anything that you may feel, or if you feel that you don't believe in reincarnation, that's fine also. But what matters now is that somehow along the way that there was previously incurred happiness and also on the polar opposite of happiness and victory is somewhere along the line we've all incurred some sort of trauma or some sort of pursuit of survival in which that is what is residing within in the self and that propagates these efforts to continuously move swifter move quicker work with more precision, which is wonderful, but there has to be a limitation to that also. So at the adverse of that, where there's extreme apathy and uh, I'm not being mean to anyone at all, but there's the, the feelings and the symptoms of apathy. And also that also has a subset of at times where there's lack of motivation. And some may classify that as I just feel depressed or lazy, right? And those are important factors to look upon because also feeling lazy, feeling non-motivated, feeling depressed, those are also serious circumstances that when one just expects themselves to feel that way because that's all they know, then that's when at times it's so helpful to just delve in to the self when it's safe and comfortable to truly look within and then look with with what's internal versus with what's external and then acquiesce to i would like to just make a minute improvement so if we have one aspect of the spectrum in which it is let's just stick with non-motivation and then we have on the other spectrum uh, the opposite of that which is extremely overcritical of the self if Either one of those spectrums in those individual characteristic traits can work on either, okay, I have one goal. I want to even write one sentence down. I want to just polish a crystal today. Well, guess what? If you're in the lacking uh, motivation due to certain perilous trauma or anything that has been unfortunately um, 
transmuted upon you in that way to depress the system, just try one aspect of one incremental improvement. Generate that for yourself and just continue to just have compassion with yourself. Work with your light beings, work with the angelic realm, work with the celestial star seeds, work with anything that feels comfortable for you. Meditate towards that. Amplify even in the most minute microcosm aspect because that will definitely, I would say, start to help proceed with the next step and the sequential step. And then it would help to actually feel a little bit more motivated. And then those that are on the ultra spectrum of where they're in this extreme consistent pattern of ultra neuroses and extremely hypercritical of themselves. And they're also maybe at times where they just feel like nothing's ever good enough and they've done above and beyond to the point of exhaustion. Well, this is the time if you want to improve a part of yourself where stop and literally smell the roses stop and literally look at a beautiful picture of the of the universe look into the universe in itself just take a moment to gather yourself with the senses literally start to find whatever you can to just give yourself a time out to pause and then those that are in the middle that want to kind of take a break or just do other things and they want to be more on a precision um, introspection and they want to just become better and better and better. This is always a time. There's always a time, no matter if it's New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, or if it's in the middle of the year, it does not matter. It's, but it is a kind of launching pad when one actually initiates and integrates um, in this particular time, because collectively, everyone around the world uh this is a new year and that's a fact and so there's perhaps a high percentage of individuals that have certain goals that are similar to those goals and other goals that are very different of course but there's a commonality there so with that collective consciousness in that state of the otherworldly beings that we can impart and bring into our personal sphere spectrum no matter if it's like I was referring to, with the lack of motivation due to circumstances and clinical depression, depression, or any of the subsets in which, you know, need to be taken care of with love and just compassion and to recognize and invite that divine spark of joy in any capacity, to invite that divine spark of the potential reality, even in the most minute microcosm aspect. And then those that are really, 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 really even more hard on themselves for various reasons that maybe allow yourself to have a space time out and just even if it's five minutes a day to just take a time out and then go back into this hyper overproduction of your state to exhaustion, but then you realize and then you become more mindful. And so when our intelligence flows from that common source of awareness and we thereby also remain unified with that source in the essence and in the spirit of who we are, what we'd like to work on, those patterns and the formulaic ways, and to assess with the calendar of our lives, whichever lifetime or just this life, if one wants to stay with that. But truly, though, recognizing that our cellular system does respond and 
our mind, our brain, our spirit, our heart, our physiological body responds to action and the propagation of the motivation of action and the divine spark. Because at times, and I'm going to bring this up now, which correlates to back to the integral aspect of what one wants to bring in and utilize with the, uh, let's say, the multiverse and the multidimensional beings and God, Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness, anything and everyone, if the more the merrier, one could say, or if one just says, I am my own higher self and I'm going to rely on myself. And then, you know, that's wonderful. Everyone has their own perception and what works for them and respective to themselves. But I'm going to discuss on the cellular memory of the body in which at times we are light beings. We are full of light beings. And there are times where we may forget that we are light beings and the angelic realm, the ETs, the galactic council, the celestial and the, I want to say also the ancestral line also that actually resides around us as well. They all want to remind us that we are always full of light, that we are always emanating light. And if our life force at times is a bit diminished or we want to reactivate and just implore and invoke that activation star seed, that activation transmission, that activation of light in which we can call upon our karmic benefits. And there's the law of karma, which uh, I won't digress and I'll discuss that later. Yet when we apply with our present in this very moment, light being self, and when we recognize that we actually are intended to be here to make everything perfect and manifest to the best of our ability here. We all have our mission. We literally have our uh, beyond the destiny, beyond the fate, whatever we are thrown, whatever we are blessed with, whatever we are given, we are all in this third dimension. And yet our minds and our spirits can transcend that, of course, and operate on a higher realm of a different dimension, of course, or multi-dimensions at the same time and so forth. Yet the reminder is that we are consisting of these cells and in these cells in our cellular system, we're all connected by a universal whole intelligence. And in that mind, body, spirit spectrum component, sometimes there could be cells within us that feel dormant. And sometimes there can be many cells that feel extremely activated with creativity and that life force. And so when we have the cells that feel at times dormant, prayerful, meditation, yogic exercise, awakening your kundalini, um, any sort of just flow that is on this perpetual state of magnification of the long pursuit and also the immediate short-term pursuit in which that's necessary because if we are in the awareness and we can be in cognition of the fact that 
my goodness, I need to amplify something. I feel a bit of a lull, but then another part of me feels very high vibrational. And so that's when we have to really seek within and look upon what is it that is causing this? Or one may say that, oh, I feel a bit of a lull. Some people call it a a funk of some sort, and some people call to it as just truly just, let's say, apathy. Well, there's the ascension principles of our spirit bodies that truly are in this continuous progress, this perpetual state of renewal, regeneration. And our physiological cells can renew, and some of them um, renew at certain different times versus one organ, the organs and so forth, yet in the spiritual body, cellular system, that is in correspondence with our thoughts and with our consciousness, and that's connected to the divine principles of the solar system, the galactic system, of course, and also the otherworldly system and beings, and when we activate that light beam think of it like a battery within the self think of it that is something external from the physiological organs yet it does amplify our bone marrow our interstitial fluid and our muscles our skeletal system and all of that and beyond the dermis and beyond the main components of what we consist of look upon and look externally in the mineral of the minerals and the etheric realm there's like a battery that's how i could describe it look at it like a battery in which sometimes it needs charging right and sometimes it needs a really good reset a really good reboot and that comes with of course rest relaxation time away from certain you know uh, wi-fi uh you know, technical devices at times just to tune out. And so going into the new year, when one wants to recharge their batteries, it is very imperative to recognize that in that conscious state of, I want to improve my battery life system. I want to recharge my batteries. And we can go out into nature, go and look at the stars and kiss the moon, kiss the sun, and say hello to the trees and hug trees and, you know, send kisses to all the animals and the creatures that are around us. And also to just send loving atmospheric vibes to anyone around us, you know, in a safe proportional sense of being that just thinking in that conscious state of those great thoughts and good thoughts that does reflect back unto the self. And so the celestial beings the otherworldly beings are always observing us. God is always observing us. There's, um, when we, at times, there's this morphic resonance that occurs and telepathy and where you think of someone and maybe they call, right? Or if you you have a sense of being stared at and, um, you know, I love Rupert Sheldrake and that's one of his books is Morphic Resonance. And so the sense of being stared at, he wrote a book like that. And that means that we are energetic bodies. We are spiritual and energetic bodies. And of course, physical, anatomical, physiological bodies consisting of this amazing tangibility that we can. Yet 
the intangible that is then the soul star, the etheric self, in which we apply this new calendar year for all of us, in which we are in that totality of ourselves that we are much more than what we may appear to be, that we are far grander than what we may appear to be. And so we recognize in our singular being at our core that we have truly not forgotten where we come from in that cellular memory of ourself. And so in that circuitry of the mind in which we are designed to essentially reflect such thoughts of the creative spirit of ourself, the divine spirit, and also the execution of our creativity through skill, through tasks, through um, logical comprehension, and to just create, 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 whatever it may be. If you're building a house, if you're um, making someone beautiful with hair and makeup, if you're growing a harvest for, you know, the village, and if you're a farmer, anything, if you're helping just to be someone who's taking care of someone's legal, or you're their doctor, or you're their counselor, or you're their minister, or you're the author, or you're the musician, whatever it is, there is a high significance in every single person's purpose upon this earth, yet at times finding the ultra purpose. What is it that I'd like to be doing? I could be building rocket ships, but then I really want to write a book for children about sharks and unicorns, just giving an example. But I'm so busy focused on creating rocket ships, or I'm so busy building a garden and harvesting at my beautiful farm so the next season we can survive and so forth. And But I really, truly would just like to create a a crystal collection, right? I'm just giving those examples that whatever we're doing in the present moment is of high necessity. Yet do not forget the, the personal, personal goals that are imperative to the self, that are important to the self. Because if you have a position, if you're someone's nanny, you have to take care. You have to make sure if you're their animal sitter, if you're the veterinarian, you have to make sure that everything is in working order back to the formulaic and the pattern in the logistical sense of the world. Yet you can be the nanny and you can be taking care of someone's, you know, 10 children. Yet what is in that personal specter that is so important to that person when they are not in the workforce, when they're not in the military, when they're not helping out in the countries and so forth and so forth and so forth. And everyone gets what I'm trying to say now. But what is most significant to the self, and even if it's, you know, I'd really like to write a poem, I'd really like to write a book, I want to learn how to cook, I want to learn how to clean, I want to learn how to organize my shoes, anything that makes one feel in order, even if it sounds very petty to someone else, well, that's none of their business because it's personal to you. So if there's something of grand significance, even if it's like, I want to visit the ancient pyramids, I want to go around the world, I, I you know, something beautiful and fantastic a voyage, those are all respective to the individual self. Or even if it's, I want to write a letter to my dearest, long lost best friend that I have not seen in a million years, but I want to transcend the ego and I want to transcend the shyness. I want to transcend the probabilities that maybe uh, they forgot about me. Well, 
that's a goal too. Those are all big goals, but we remind ourselves and amplify that inner life force and utilize the grand blessings of our supernatural kingdom, our Christ consciousness, the magical kingdom of all that is truly there in the omnipresence of aspect and that's always watching and observing us and looking at us that we are exuding the kindness, the compassion, the mercy, the forgiveness. And then we open the doorways to more visions. We open the doorways to more of these lucid and amazing types of dreams that one could say is truly not lucid or lucid. And uh, was it truly a visitation? And that is up to the self, but more so often who is to say what extends beyond the conscious state in that way. And so when you have these otherworldly impartations and you want to work with it and in a safe and beautiful manner that is of respect of the divinity in which each of us are chosen for significant missions and significant purposes and that we see that we as we are humans with you know the creature embodiment and so we and the creatures of the world are all one and we are inseparable of that source. And so we all are these aspects of our ecosystem, so to speak. We also have a spiritual ecosystem. And that also extends into our our awareness from previous incarnations. And for those that don't believe in reincarnation, that's fine. You, we can focus on just this lifetime right now, the here and now, and what you'd like to achieve into the tomorrow. But realizing the utility of the intelligence of ourselves and how it flows through and that in that commonality of the source in this collective consciousness in which we all collectively have a goal and that going with even further and separating the negative self and applying the positive self you are invoking even more of that majesty, allowing the Holy Spirit, so to speak, and allowing that there is a kingdom beyond and working with perhaps even conjugating the fact that when we actually look beyond the portals of ourself and then where could be the vortex, where could be where where does that portal lead correct so essentially when we have this historical chronological let's say facts of each of ourselves up until this moment and where would we like to implore and improve and invoke and create and applying the archetype of renewal or applying the archetype of the regeneration of what we would like to receive and see and perceive and participate. And then also I'm going to go into the contribution into the new year, how you can contribute to yourself and to others. And that is when I'm going to essentially bring up the karmic consequences in which taking the action now, every action has a reaction. So every good action has a good reaction. However, that reaction can occur almost in a holy instance, instantaneously, perhaps, or it can even occur 
far down the line or in another lifetime, of course, as well, or both. So when we have this singular consciousness and we have a multi-conscious state, there's so much to experience with the karmic boomerangs, so to speak, in which in the diligency of our the gates of the galaxy, uh, would we apply that there's this all-knowing presence that's observing and seeing, and if I give my neighbor f- flour so she can bake, and I give my other neighbor um, certain uh, Kangen water, and I'm just giving it because my neighbor likes Kangen water, I have a Kangen machine, my other neighbor was running out of flour, and I just do it just to do it. That's just one little example, right? And then perhaps one day, maybe I run out of lemonade or tea. And suddenly one of those, either of those two neighbors or both of them at once, I might be double blessed where they show up and they're like, oh, by the way, I found this tea and I thought you would like it. Oh, by the way, I brought you lemons from my garden. And that's very uh, a simple example yet these occurrences happen all the time so going into the new year how do you want to receive and perpetuate and also contribute into the karmic realm of the divine into the karmic realm of the galactic council that oversees all of us how do you want to contribute into the christ consciousness of the self How do you want to contribute into the universal kingdom of all knowingness? And do you want to have more visions? Do you want to have more visitations? Do you want to have more ultrasensory experiences in which you truly are in between the worlds where one foot is within this third dimension and the other foot is in the next dimension and you can see into, and we could go into many, many aspects of that, of course, but everyone perhaps understands what I'm referring to. And there's just a panacea of all of that in that divine state. So when we actually look into altruistically, when we want to contribute without expectation of receiving, yes, there is the expectation of reciprocal matters, which is imperative in our society in which You know, if I lend someone something, then if I ask them, can I borrow something within reason, um, if they lend me um, a sewing machine and and it's not their great grandmother's antique, right, and it's within reason. And then they ask me one day when I get another sewing machine, oh, my sewing machine, I lent you broke. And so can I borrow your sewing machine? Absolutely, of course. So there's an order there of respectivity. Yet when we're talking on a high scale of all that is extremely significant of the correlation of the divine and the otherworldly observation of us upon earth. When we actually just take this immediate action without even thinking of, well, yeah, I'm going to lend her that because one day I'm going to need one and then she's going to lend me. That's not how it works. It works in the holy instance of the immediacy of what does your heart feel? And this is not, uh, I want to remind everyone, and I'm sure everyone knows this, yet I just have to declare this, that discernment with wisdom, discernment with wisdom, that 
when you feel the right to do something kind and it just feels organic within yourself and you're not, I would say, sacrificing too much for yourself or compromising yourself, then that is also common, just logic right there. Okay, common sense. So we're just going to talk in the ultra spirit sense right now. And everyone has that uh, clarified. So when there's the organic state in which you just feel that I want to do something really nice. I want to contribute to something or somebody, or I want to just feel, well, guess what? The universe, the holy galaxy, the galactic kingdom, the universal star seeds, the great consciousness and the great unconsciousness, all of that at times work in this unison, this divine orchestration to present you this perhaps project or this experience or this circumstance in which you asked for it. So here it is, and it's within safe reason and personal safety, of course, and financial safety, of course, and spiritual safety, of course, and also heart space safety. And wow, you actually commit to doing even the smallest thing for another or for a fellow creature. And the universe observes the karmic consequence observes and sees the pure emanation, the pure root of that initiation which the self took upon in that moment. And thereby, furthermore, when one is in that state of that innocence and that purity of that purveying and giving, there is a sense of purpose that's activated within the self. There is a sense of this reward system that's we could even say that oxytocin state uh, serotonin uh, dopamine where literally it feels like this flood coming through the chemical system of our brain the circuitry of our brain and also the spirit self of our consciousness in which it just feels really loving and really good and even if something that you do kind falls on deaf ears if you give great advice to someone and they don't listen well that's okay but at the same time, it was where your heart was speaking, where the mind was speaking. And when I was referring to the morphic resonance and truly about how we are observed by God, Christ consciousness, the universal kingdom, and all of these beings at once, the angelic realm, ETs, are observing our natural state of how we propagate and perpetuate goodness into the world and into others. And saving that little bird, saving that little butterfly, not stepping on that ant, saving that little bumblebee, being nice to, you know, and kind to, and raising awareness about sharks and all just anything and everything, and literally doing everything we can to be a kind steward and respect this earth because these otherworldly beings are in the most advanced state of intelligence and they want to help us and they want to assist in all of these earthly matters and those of us that are in that impassioned state of wanting to seek beyond the realms of this physical third dimensional earth in which we exist yet we share this universe with a galactic kingdom with an angelic realm with the universal state of all of which is interpreted from me as christ consciousness and other people in buddha consciousness everything else and combined and it's all unification where we are all one to share 
this beautiful earthly realm together and what lies beyond this earth. And so when we propagate and pervade these acts of goodness, and there is a karmic bank that recalls all of this, and there's that memory system that's imparted, and the observational beings that observe all of us with when we have a moment of perhaps despair and then we transcend and we go into the optimal state of ourself and we survive and we're in a trilogy of our own life of our heroic journey upon this earth and we are all essentially wanting to be the protagonist of our life and then defeat the antagonist well we all have a natural inherent state of being good and so reawaken all that goodness in the new year Bring that into your consciousness, bring that into your otherworldly consciousness, and look upon what is the residual effects of the goodness. And if one doesn't know what to do in a certain moment, by all means, take your time and do not react upon impulse. There's a time and place when discernment with wisdom is in that conscious reconditioning state in which I've discussed before about neuro, you know, the neuroplasticity and, you know, our neurocortex and all that. And so in the neocortex, we have the activation system that goes aligned with our light being within the self. And so basically bringing in harmony, bringing in your spiritual higher self being into the new world, into the new year, no matter what is occurring around all of us, no matter good or not so good when we actually activate that light being self we are enhancing the goodness we are enhancing the divine consciousness we are actually bringing in this divine paradigm of this beyond the ethers of what we can comprehend and that we have the power we also have the vibrational power to really 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 activate all conscious life and to literally just remind yourself to thank yourself for your existence to love yourself for your existence because there are other worldly beings and christ himself or everything and all the angelic beings that love each and every one of us the trees love us even if there's been things that they've gone through of course but in that emanation of self we are loved and we are loving beings. We are eternal beings and we are in the most channeled state beyond the subatomic dimensions. And so I wanted to wish everybody a beautiful new year, 2023. And we look forward to having you again in the next two weeks time for the beyond earth show. And Thank you for your participation and thank you for being a steward of the earth and the galactic kingdom. Thank you.
Ravi, 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 Ravi,